Hello, welcome to the Comedians of Wrestling podcast. You're back and you're ready to go. And so am I. We got a lot to cover today, so I'm going to get this all this housekeeping out of the way first. Rate and subscribe to my podcast. Give it five stars because it deserves it. This is a five-star performance and this is a five-star podcast, please. And uh, write your thoughts in the reviews about the current product and we'll read them here on the podcast. Okay, every week I have a funny comedian dude who also loves wrestling or chick. We've had women on here too. Uh, and this week's no exception, Mr. Mike Carlson returning to the co- show. To Thank the co. To the co. Thank returning you. to the show. Thank you for having me. Can you hear? You got the headphones all settled? Yeah, it's good. It was a because, little loud. It's good. All right, Alexis, you got this worked out? All right, good, because we got too much to cover, oh. which is actually <laughs> the first thing I kind of want to talk about. When is the, when is there too much wrestling? They're already when is there too now, much? Right now. This for right sure. now we're hitting the age of too much content. Yeah. Well, yeah, in general, everything there's too many there's too many podcasts, there's too many right. TV shows, there's too many, you know, there's too much there's everything. There's not too many podcasts. I'm sorry. There's okay? just that's there's a just the right. Let's call that's a non-combo. Okay? Just the right amount of podcasts right now. Yes. Good. You don't uh, want to counteract this because this is a podcast, Mike. Did I tell you what this is? I know. I, look, I know it's a podcast. I didn't say this was one of the too many. I said this is this is one in the right. This is a sweet spot. Mm-hmm. There's excess on the on the outline. There's anyway. That's right. So yeah, because like I'm I I'm like I'm I'm at this point where it's like there's too much. I want to be informed for the podcast, but also like I don't want my wife to see that I'm watching this much wrestling. <laughs> it's too much. Yeah, it's, it's like I, I got I'm I'm watching Raw, SmackDown, Cruiserweight Classic, <laughs> Battleground, back in NXT coming up. Literally, NXT, literally been- NXT, uh, Cruiserweight Classic, Battleground, Raw, SmackDown, all in a week. Yeah, it's 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 insane. I mean, and particularly this week has been insane. But like, so this hits on the podcast because normally we record on Tuesdays and we release these on Wednesdays but now Smackdown has become a relevant show that I have to well let's uh, see let's see well yeah that's actually was something I'm thinking is like that the schedule of this podcast right now we're gonna have to start recording Wednesdays right for now, and move to Thursdays, and we'll see if SmackDown can be a show I watch on a week delay. Right, but as of now, the WWE Championship, the heavyweight title, is right. on SmackDown. The one with all the history. Yeah, John Cena on SmackDown, Randy Orton on SmackDown, mm-hmm. Dolph Ziggler on SmackDown. There's enough talent on SmackDown where it's ingestible. We gotta yeah. have it. Right. So, anyway, <sighs> let's get <laughs> into it. Begin. Yeah. So let's talk about the draft. Yes. So the draft happened last week on the podcast. I did a fantasy draft, and the draft was nothing like my draft at all. My very well thought out scribbled draft <laughs> that on the Twitter you can see my my beautiful artwork that, uh, at Cow Podcast. And uh, yeah, like the draft, they kind of just did exactly what I was hoping they wouldn't do, which is just split the rosters kind of recklessly and make Without- Raw the better show clearly. No, they did exactly that because I, I I also I did a I did a, they had on the website they had like a draft your own rosters so I did that and oh. mine was you know what I think probably not dissimilar to yours where I was like the better the wrestlers the indie guys are more on SmackDown yeah. Raw has the bigger I guess personalities or whatever but no no they just took you know they just cut right down the middle and went ah eh, whatever they and put then, the best they put the they made Raw the premier roster. Yeah, oh, 100%. Yeah, and- which, I mean, look, I understand it, but all it does is hurt guys that are on SmackDown, like uh, Bray Wyatt. It's like, okay, 
what is he? What's what? What can he do there? Right. And well, I, I also though, we're Raw. This is getting ahead of it, but Raw was one of the greatest shows I've ever seen. This Raw was this amazing. This Raw was yeah. unbelievable. Oh, we'll get to it after we discuss the draft. After we discuss Battleground, right? No, I know the Cruiserweight Classic, and then we'll get to Raw if we have time for it. All, all I'm <laughs> saying is that the roster is still pretty good on SmackDown. It's just the way it's presented is going to be the big thing. It's just going to be like there's there's a lot of guys who have been around for a while on that SmackDown roster that they need to present them in new ways. They yeah. need to make stuff feel fresh, and they didn't necessarily do it last night. So I'm just saying. There's a bunch of good people on SmackDown, even though Raw is a little more stacked. Well, but yeah. It's so, up to them to book it better. Right. So Raw was awesome. Amazing. I agree. But Unbelievable. Raw was amazing. It was Unbelievable. It blew my mind. They announced the title. So that, that thing, there's going to be two separate titles. They announced it, the new title, the WB Universal <laughs> title, because of the WB Universe, as the Mick champion. Foley is trying right. to say. Uh, but, yeah, so... Uh, the, so that 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 is already squashed. They're already going to have two titles on the show. So, right. yeah, it did feel like I watched Raw. I loved Raw. Then I watched SmackDown, and it felt like the same exact show with just different wrestlers. Yeah. And even the blue feels it's and you know this is ingrained from years and years uh-huh. of SmackDown being the B show, and they're calling Raw the flagship. They're they're acknowledging that Raw is the flagship show. It's just like the blue. It looks like the cheaper show. Yeah, but I think that's just you've been conditioned. It's conditioned for so right. long. And the fact that because because Raw was look, I remember, though, when Raw when I liked Smackdown better, which is when Smackdown six, blah, 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 blah. Like, I do remember thinking like, oh, Raw was like the the, the weaker show. So I do remember right. when I used to associate Red with right. weaker. But now, I mean, it's just been in years and years yeah. of Smackdown. I don't know if Vince thinks yeah. like in his old age that. Like WCW created SmackDown. I don't know what. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, I think they had an opportunity to differentiate the two, and even the cruiserweight divisions going to Raw, which right. like everyone's vision <laughs> of what SmackDown should be with Daniel Bryan at the helm and Shane at the helm, uh, is that it would be like it would have the the good wrestling, and right. cruiserweight is all about the wrestling. So yeah, so SmackDown already starting with a bullet in its leg as it's yeah. going through this race, and and and. On top of that, they also keep doing this thing on SmackDown, which I thought we'd talk about later, but that, like, they keep, Daniel Bryan and Shane keep pushing this, you know, like wrestling do, repeat the same thing over and over, find something and just run it into the ground. And the thing they're running to the ground is the idea that, like, SmackDown is about the wrestlers. Right. Right? But they, then they come out and, and Daniel Bryan's doing the yes chant. Right. <laughs> they keep blasting Daniel Bryan's music and making <laughs> it all about Daniel Bryan. You know, uh, I, I, don't, I don't know. I guess the way they made it about him was because, like, oh, one of the spots in the, in the tournament for the number one contender spot is going to be just open to a battle royale. But I don't know necessarily that they proved to me, like, this is about the talent more than Raw. Yep. And even there was an interview between Raw, between Mick Foley and Daniel Bryan during Battleground, I believe, where they're like, what, how your show is going to be different? And then SmackDown was like, it's about the talent. And then Raw, Mick was like, you know, took the answer out of my mouth. That's what he said. So they just agreed on what the show is going to be. <laughs> and there, this is getting ahead again. But there, if it's about the talent, there was nothing but action on Raw. At Raw was great. The the matches right. were great, and then we had like one okay match, one pretty good match on SmackDown, and it was yeah. not. There was a lot of like hyping and hey, these guys will be here next week. These guys will be here next right, week. And they introduced all the diva, the SmackDown Divas division. Yeah. Or, sorry, women's. 
but wrestling yeah. uh, uh, division. I guess it felt like Divas because it felt a little bit. Uh, it was a but little. Yeah. Yeah. So the draft is a little bit like they split it. Even the draft show. Oh my the, god! The SmackDown the worst draft show, show in the world was such a bad show. I was so excited for it all I know, summer, I was, and it was, I was like very excited. They kept. They didn't use it as an opportunity to establish story. It was very much like, all right, let's. It was just drafting, and we'll have matches in between that were like inconsequential, and then let's have an inconsequential pay per view on that Sunday. Had matches that like the Wyatts won, but then the Wyatts are now disbanded. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like nothing mattered about that pay per view. Nothing I mattered here to move us along. This pay per view is pointless. We shouldn't even cover it except for the Shield match. Right. No, I there there, there was very little of actual substance or the, that was going to affect anything going forward. I think it was just a timing thing with USA wanting. That's the, what I had read. But still, that draft show, like the wrestlers were coming out and not even reacting to the, them on stage, except for Owens. They weren't like Cena comes out and he hasn't been drafted yet, and he's just like smiling and like goes to the ring. It's like wouldn't you like look at them like, hey, what what's the deal? Like no one was acknowledging the reality of what was happening. Right. And then none of the matches, right. nothing had anything to do with anything. And then Kane choke slams. Right. That, that's just, what I'm saying. It's just they, random nonsense. They're pushing this all week, they're, you know, all summer. That this is the draft show. It's like, at least when you draft somebody, have them come out, cut a promo. Maybe yeah, have somebody sure. come out and, and ask to be drafted to a certain show and draft them somewhere else. Like, have fun with the fact that it's scripted. Don't just make it. Which actually, I heard someone say they wanted it to be drafted like real sports. I'm like, that's what they did, and it was boring because of that. Right. Like this they were just real. like, I'll, you know, it was just like, all right, I'll take someone, you'll take someone, and then let's see what happens when they actually fight. It's like, no, it's, it's a wrestling show. We're in the show. Right. We're in the first SmackDown Live show. Make this the show. Have somebody get drafted, and then you know, yeah, it's tired and sorry. So anyway, I thought the draft show was pretty atrocious. The dud, yeah, and it, and I was really excited for it. Like I couldn't watch it live, so I was like trying to avoid uh -huh. spoilers. And then honestly, my buddy was like, "Hey, he was a little bit behind," and I was like, "And he was like, should I watch it?" I was like, "You know what? You could just look at the draft list because yeah, that's right. all it was. It was like it was just kind of like a, a you know just a draft." Now the big surprise of it was Finn. Well, I mean, but we knew he was Not going. A surprise. I was going to say Finn he was knew he was drafted. going. Yeah, so it was like, yeah, sure. But that no. was, I mean, I guess that's the closest thing to a surprise. It wasn't a surprise. It was the most exciting part. But even that, they just drafted him and you didn't see him. Right, he didn't come out. He didn't do anything. He didn't make a like a declaration of anything. Who cares? Exactly. I guess he did. They did. He was down in NXT. And they had, that's how they did it. The NXT guys, like, were all watching at the performance center and screen. But even that is like, that's treating it too much. That's treating it too much like, oh, you know, we, we know he knows already. Have him come out. Have him have a, <laughs> have him have a squash match or something. Yeah, and, and also, like, they're acting who, like, I guess American Alpha got drafted, and then well, Mojo Rawley, though, he got drafted yeah. off the air. Yeah, yeah. So it's so like there Carmella. wasn't even, like, a, oh, my God, Mojo Rawley made it. That's crazy. And then you get to see him be excited because he right. didn't think it was going to happen. So, like, what's the point? Carmella, Alexa Bliss, and Mojo Rawley, they all got drafted off the air. Right. So who cares? So why do we even cut away to that? Right. That Well, that's the other part is that they were get, there was a draft special on the network happening, happening simultaneously, <laughs> and that was better than the SmackDown show. Right. So it was I like I don't that, know. It was, yeah, it, it was it was just uh, you know they not and then the other let's while we're getting into the draft they also split up the announcers in a way that makes no sense to me either. Well, they, they, David Otunga and JBL, JBL and, and uh, Moro, who Moro's the best announcer I think that yeah, they Moro's got the right now. Uh, although I'm still I still like the King when he announces. <laughs> uh, but uh, 
But Morrow's amazing. And then they put Corey Graves on Raw. And Corey Graves is like, I can't even differentiate who when Byron's talking and when Corey Graves talking. Well, Byron isn't great. No. I, Corey Graves is okay. I like Corey. He's fine. okay, but like, they have, who's their color guy? I was going to say, you want a guy, though, that's a little bit more of a personality doing something. I right. don't know that I love JBL, no, but I, I do think you need a guy who's at least like a little more colorful. I don't like JBL at all, actually. I've yeah. been very critical of JBL. I think he's a atrocious announcer. <laughs> but when you hear this Raw, when you hear that booth, I was, I was like, wanted JBL back. Because I was like, just give me a voice that I can grab onto. Because like if, almost if it was like Morrow calling and then and then Corey yeah. doing uh, uh, color, like that makes more sense. Because Morrow actually then has the bigger, colorful voice. Right, even though he's Corey's a play-by-play play guy. Right. Which but, is unusual, but it makes sense just to have that juxtaposition. Yeah. So, I don't know. A lot of weird stuff. But, overall, I said a lot of negative things, and this <laughs> is going to contradict it all. Sure. I get excited about the fact that there's two shows because it, it hits into why I wanted to draft the way I drafted in the first place. I was like, they don't really have the balls to push Kevin Owens. Like, they don't have the balls to push these guys, and they're in their prime. If you look back in history, you see a guy like Eddie Guerrero, who I don't know if he would have got a push if there wasn't two belts. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Like, it's almost because WWE doesn't, they they don't have the guts to get behind a Kevin Owens fast. Right. You know, or maybe guts is, maybe guts is being too harsh. Maybe it's because it's a public company and, like, they need a guy like Cena at the helm. They need, like, a proven guy or a guy that looks... Looks good. Well, Vince is a very conservative guy, and I believe that like one he it it there's only a couple guys that come around in his lifetime that are gonna actually like really convince him that they're to be trusted with yeah. the company, the keys to the company. So I think that he gets really skittish right. about pushing guys that he hasn't always sort of thought. I mean, right. obviously seen him with he worked his way up, but like Orton is a guy who they knew always and he's sort like Orton's always had his spot. Right. Just because like Yeah. But like a- Owens was not a Owens was not ordained, no. preordained, excuse me. Yeah, but right. So it's like Punk, it's like reminds me of CM Punk. Right. Where like, remember they gave him the belt quick and they were like, this isn't working. He like cashed in, I right. believe. And then they like took it away from him. And that's when they had two belts too, I believe. Yeah, I mean, this this forces them to at least try a couple guys out getting the title. Like, right. We'll see if Vince like gives Finn the title, if he actually likes him, if he keeps the thing going. But yeah. at the very least, it's sort of forcing him to try. Right. Forcing him to try a couple exactly. guys out. Because he's like, well, yeah, we have two champions, so one can be safer. Right. And if they differentiate, if, if, but if they play it where it's like the SmackDown one, that's where John Cena is the champion currently. And in the other show, let's try AJ Styles as the right. champion. Right? right. Even though AJ should be in their minds, I hope he's way more, he's way proven that he could be a champion. Yeah. Well, that's what I, that supposedly that's what Vince does think that. Supposedly Vince is actually like, I wish we signed this guy 10 years ago. Oh, yeah. Surprise, which, of course, he is. But, like, that's—I would have thought that he—like, AJ would be jobbing to, like, yeah. the social outcast by now. I mean, I don't think it's true. I think everything happened for AJ the right timing, even though he's old—it's too old for—like, physically, he should have been signed 10 years ago. Right. But at the same time, like, the Bullet Club stuff is what made him awesome. Yeah, that, I mean, that gave him the extra heat, that yeah. made, and the same with Allos, uh, and Gallows and Anderson. I don't know if he would have been able to get that out in, in within the... No, the time, I mean, he said it too, the timing is everything with this, where yeah. it was like, it gave whatever, 
whatever heat, whatever perceived heat he had. I don't know if it's dyeing that hair, maybe, and that and that beard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of it, the look, all of his it. His mom haircut. What, yeah, his mom haircut. Because <laughs> yeah. he doesn't wet down. No, he doesn't, he doesn't want like that. To he keeps down. it fluffy like a beautiful bird. That's right. Just like uh, Enzo. But yeah, so I think that ultimately that's what excites me is that like we could see even Dolph Ziggler who he's getting his shot now. I, you hope, know? I hope. I mean, whatever. He's at SummerSlam right. is going for the shot. title. Yes, that's true. He has a title shot. If SummerSlam had one belt and you got John that- Cena healthy, you got Randy Orton healthy, you got Brock Lesnar healthy but on steroids, <laughs> and you got a bunch of guys, Vince is not going to have the guts to risk his SummerSlam show on Ziggler. Right. That's just proven. But if he's like, if there's two, we get that. So it's up to us to recognize that, like, not get two in our heads. Don't let the fact there's two belts dilute it too much. See one belt as the cool belt, like I've been saying, and see one belt as the corporate belt. Right. And I don't know which it'll be from uh, time to time. Anyway, so let's get into, so that's what happened. I mean, you know. This is what happened. We got two belts. We got two shows. Let's see how it plays out. Uh, Battleground. What do we want to cover there? Uh, the Shield three-way match. I thought it was really great. Yeah, it was great. I mean, uh, it it gets overshadowed by the the Sammy-Kevin match a little bit just because yeah. that one's a better match with more history. Well, I take that back now. I guess the Shield does a lot of history. But no, I mean, that, that triple that was really good. Uh, I thought Dean was not going to win like that cleanly. Like That really proves yeah. to me that Roman is getting a little bit of a push a deep push right now. Yeah. And so. Yeah. So I think that I knew Dean Ambrose would win. I, I mean, didn't know. I said, I said, I thought Rollins would win, but uh, <laughs> last week, but that night I was like, Oh, they're going to let Ambrose win. And they're going to put that title on SmackDown. Like after, once I saw the draft results, I was like, they need the belt on SmackDown. Cause they didn't put the talent on SmackDown. I thought that Seth and Dean were going to be pinning Roman at the same time. And they would split the belts. Like that oh, way. I, I figured since they kind of did that at the uh, at Raw, but or what was it? Yeah, it was Raw before, or maybe SmackDown. When did they do the double pin last week, or like oh. two weeks ago? But uh, Vince doesn't remember shows <laughs> yeah, yeah, from yeah, a yeah. week to week, so I always because they do that. This is complaining a lot, but like they do like two roll ups in a row on Matt, yeah. and, and you're like, what? Didn't they know that they just did that? Yeah. Why would they do that? So yeah, right. So I still <laughs> thought, oh, they're going to do the same. They're going to do that. Yeah, I was like, oh, I just felt like they wouldn't do it, but yeah, but I, but so the Ambrose clean win was is was uh, it is interesting because it does bring the, that that belt will always be like the more important belt to me because it was the one that existed before the universal right. title being the new one. I can't imagine, <laughs> you know. So it is, hey, it is interesting, but why not get hard behind Dean Ambrose? Yeah, of course. He seems like the guy who needs the belt to be believably up there. Like Rollins can. PM big caliber guy because we all the crowd loves him. Well, yeah, I mean the crowd loves Dean too, but like Rollins had the title for months and months and months, so like I feel like his credibility in the eyes of the fans is a little bit higher. Whereas yeah. Dean was just having these matches where he was constantly being defeated by ob- just random objects, the yeah. toaster or not a toaster, like TV. He yeah. unplugged the TV and sparks flew and he oh, would get yeah, defeated. Yeah, yeah. Like he was constantly in matches where he was just made to look like a fool. Yeah. The Lesnar match, he looked like an asshole, looked like an idiot. Yeah, he had a tough year, Ambrose. So, uh, so yeah, you have to rebuild him of the three. Of, I mean, not, I guess Reigns has to be rebuilt, but Reigns yes, but was booked more point. solidly. than Yeah, sorry. But, no, you didn't interrupt it. I'm I'm interrupting you. Okay. I'm yeah, the yeah. rude continue. one. But thanks yeah, for yeah. apologizing continue. to me because yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm the heel of this podcast. I'm very polite, yeah. Is Roman Reigns is being punished, but it's actually building him up. 
Yeah, well, because you're saying just because he's getting more, he's a heel. Because it's real. Like, remember, so he's being treated like shit by the authority for an actual reason. Right. Remember for like a year they tried to pull, play him the Daniel Bryan card on Roman Reigns. <laughs> it's just not like the authority's pushing him down. He's getting close to winning, but like they don't want him up there. And it's like, why not? He looks like a heel. You've been saying you want someone who's the face of the company. That's his whole deal is that he is a face of the company. He's got a great look. It, it didn't feel authentic, but now it's like, oh, he violated the wellness policy and they brought him back and like he's grown this beard and he feels like a natural heel because of that. And they're punishing him for it. It's actually making him. It's giving me some empathy for him, but it's giving it's working. But it, but uh, it doesn't seem like it's working for the audience. The audience seems like their his heat on him is nuclear level. Like it seems like almost like we're approaching like X Pac heat. Well, I mean, I think that they were booing him, but it actually felt like they're booing him a little bit. But, You're but s- it, he's going to be such a sad sack in a couple months that the audience is going to turn around. I, I don't also know. Think part of it is that he also isn't speaking much. Yeah, he hasn't gotten the microphone. <laughs> he had that one line against Finn. And we'll get into Finn in a second because I feel like he deserves our attention. Oh yeah, he uh, uh, he was he was like, oh, you know, when they were going head to head, he was like, hey, uh, good luck, and he was like, yeah, I don't need luck because I'm Irish. We invented luck, and then he was like, <laughs> I'm Samoan, and walked away. I was like, I like that. <laughs> I think that's pretty cool. I mean, and then he's not he's just being a badass in the ring, like he's doing some big spots in yeah. the ring, and his wrestling's good. Rome, I think Roman Reigns is a good wrestler. I do too. Yeah, I've so always he's thought just that. wrestling. So it's like, yeah, they're booing him, and they're booing him for a reason that's real, not just because he's being forced, pushed, and winning. And then he's losing also. It's just all working. It's going to work to his I'm advantage. interested You'll to see. see. I, well, I'm not saying it's not going to work to his I think they should just lean into it a little bit more with the heel stuff because the audience seems to hate him more. The boos were louder at Battleground yeah. and on and on Raw than they had been before he even left, I feel like. I feel like they were strong, at least as strong. So, like, I'm wondering— I'm wondering if you have to lean into the heel stuff for him to actually kind of turn around because he is good. like he is very good. I guess so, but I think he'll blow it if he starts having <laughs> to like uh, if he has to start insulting like the uh, well, hometowns he like no he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're in trouble, but if he starts acting good, but he keeps low. losing. Yeah, well, but he yeah no, I think he has to just do dickish things. I don't think he has to go. No one wants him on the mic uh, insulting the local hockey team. Yeah, because he's going to do a bad job of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And everyone's just going to hate him more. Like, yeah, you guys boo me, but at least you're you're not as you're you don't suck it. I don't suck as much as the Calgary Flames. <laughs> <laughs> Calgary, like he's like that smirk on his face is just uh, yeah. He I think he needs a new look. I think he need I need wow, new, new outfit, yeah. new music. New music is I, oh yeah. I think maybe cut the hair. Ooh. Maybe chop the hair off too. I think that then you just have him be a bully and I think you can turn it around. Just have him mow through the mid card and I think you can kind of heal him and you can ease the audience out of it. Yeah. And get him as just like this cool, badass, quiet kind of face guy that he should have been, you know, three years ago when they were trying real hard to make him the yeah. underdog, which was never going to work. Well, I think I, 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 I think we'll see where it happens. With him. We'll see. I, I think I'm predicting this right now. I think we're going to see people into Reigns. Maybe they're booing him, but they're booing him, I think, for sto- for the right reasons. I think they're going to I think they're going to cool him off for literally a month or two. And then around Survivor Series or Royal Rumble, 
the same exact push that he's been <laughs> tried every couple of years is going to happen again. He needs to win the Royal Rumble. I think again. he might win the Royal Rumble. Oh he's got God. the same Dana, Dana, Wano, Dana, Dana. Yeah, it's. Gonna, you notice they like turn the like for that first hit. Because, all right, they took out the part in the beginning when it was the Shield music. It was like, Sierra Hotel. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, I really, I, that was my favorite part of the song was uh-huh. just the, 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 what are those, call letters? Call um, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. What do you call those? For like Army, 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 yeah. Army speak. Yeah, whatever. 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 Who cares? They took that out, and they started it just from when the music hits. So I think they turned the music up a little bit when it first plays. And so it goes, Wano! <laughs> and then it was Pano. Like, it turns, it tunes down. And they always do it weird. Yeah. Like, it's always kind of messed up. Just yeah. check it out. It's just such a terrible sound it's to called, hear. It's called the NATO phonetic alphabet. Yes, oh. the NATO oh, phonetic. Yeah, I knew that. I Thank knew you. that. I knew that. I just, yeah, 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 yeah. I knew that. Whatever that means. Um, I didn't know that. All right, cool. Yeah, I mean, Roman, you know, he's actually being punished. I don't know. I'm just saying there's an authenticity to Roman Reigns' situation that is real for the first time. Right. Stop telling me he's an underdog. He's a gorgeous human being. Uh Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, cool. Are they saying he took Adderall? Was that the That's what I heard heard the other... Yeah, (laughs) he was in trouble for Adderall? That's crazy. The Adderall test, is that the one? Because didn't someone else fail that, too, with Adderall? That is... It's wild. Isn't that what, like... Teens take to stay up. Yeah, you you take that to study. Yeah, that means yeah. everybody I know would uh, everyone I know would be would fail the WWE wellness policy. Oh yeah, for <laughs> everyone sure. Everyone I know would get suspended from WWE. Uh, yeah, I mean that's another thing is that like you think about taking Adderall, which is so interesting. That he took Adderall because I was thinking about Adderall as a performance enhancing drug for like writers, right. You know what I mean? Like nobody, no one ever goes like, "Oh man, that writer's on Adderall." Or Aaron, <laughs> you know what I mean? Aaron Sorkin doing just like performance enhancing cocaine for right, years. Like, you get banned from, you get like disqualified from the Oscars for like <laughs> using, <laughs> for using drugs. Like no, it's no. encouraged for creativity. Yeah, it but is. But in wrestling, which is like not even actually a competitive sport, you get in trouble for it. But I guess it's just because they don't want they don't I want, want a guy to, to die. die. Yeah, because they die. They but then, die. but that's my kind of my point. So then when you Adderall will make you die? I, yeah, I don't really know. Is there uh, what I really should have looked in? Is there like a, if you take so much Adderall, is there some sort of horrible negative side effect maybe? Yeah, like, yeah. Hey, Alexis, look up if Adderall can make you die. Or if, <laughs> or it's like, is Adderall any sort of like recovery for something? Like, is, does Adderall suggest that you were doing something else? Because I know this is, I really should have researched this, but. Like I know the the drug that that Brock and what's his name were using were to recover from a cycle of steroids. So like using That's that what drug. That's what you got busted for. Yeah, I forget the name. Yeah, there's a, I forget the name of the drug, but what it's it's a recovery drug. So essentially, like if you're testing for that, it it suggests that you were recovering from something. So I wonder if Adderall is also in a similar way, like it's something that helps you bounce back from something. Or, right. Uh, okay, so so it affects your heart. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can have like strong or irregular heartbeats from taking too much Adderall, but also sudden death. What? From mm. taking too much Adderall? Well, from there goes my theory. Adderall. Uh, too much. Sudden death is a possible Yikes, side effect. Amundo. Uh, really? Uh, like psychotic episodes, apparently. Mm. Oh. According wow. to this website. Yeah. Mm. What website is you it? Psychotic. Addiction blog. Yeah, you might start hulking up. 
so I guess if you take it, that's that sudden death thing seems like when the guy came to my school at age, when I was 17 and he was just like, if you do ecstasy, you could die immediately. Like yeah. that scared thing. But maybe that's true. Maybe that's why they're doing it. Yeah, I don't know. Well, don't you know, know what? We're not informed Adderall. about this. You know what's got my attention? Hmm. Finn Balor. Yo, I hear that. <laughs> that was a smooth transition. I'm working on my that. transitions. Let me know how you like the transitions. Alexis is giving me a big thumbs down for that. Mm-hmm. So Finn, his big debut, I was very str- as strong of a debut as you could have. Now, wow, I think this yeah. is the only way to debut Finn because it's long overdue. Right. To do it like if they did it, if they brought him in for like the IC belt, it would have felt like unexciting. I thought he was going to have a few with Jericho and Jericho would beat him first and then Finn would beat him the second pay-per-view. I honestly thought that that's what would happen. And then yeah. he'd like kind of get little spots here and there. So this is a shock. So they did that cool thing in the beginning of Raw. They brought out and um, and oh, I got to give a shout out to Chad uh, Damiani for uh, he called. He was predicting that they would use that setup for the announce booth. Oh, really? He was saying they should do that on SmackDown to make it like real sports, but they used it on Raw. So I'll give him that prediction because I didn't even think anything about that. He was like, you should have it overlooking the ring, and it's exactly what they did. Right. Interesting. Anyway, so they, he, uh, Mick Foley and Stephanie, they brought out the full roster, and then they announced six, uh, eight, uh, two matches. Yeah. Whatever. It was really <laughs> confusing. Four, two, two fatal four ways uh-huh. leading into a one-on-one of who would face Seth Rollins to be crowned the first ever Universal WWE Universal Champion. So the last person they name is Finn, and they're all out there, and they had Finn like hiding. <laughs> yeah, right. He was on there, but he was behind a tall guy. Yeah, yeah, right. And I thought that was actually pretty cool the way they pulled that off. Yeah, because I, I was looking for him the whole time. Right, I was looking for him initially, and then I thought they were just gonna hit his music, and he would come out. Right, but then yeah, he was just like behind Kane or or whoever. Who's yeah. is Kane on the Ross Big Show? Big Show is in the who's the, the tall guy? Yeah, yeah, Kane's on SmackDown. Uh, uh, put K- those Kurgan up. is Kurgan on the Raw <laughs> yeah, roster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, Finn came, and then Finn uh, just took the night. I mean, he won that that first match with the coup de gras on mm-hmm. Rusev, which he he did it like all of his kicks looked super strong. Like he was yeah. very much going for it. Yeah, and he kid, the, I love that apron kick where he just kicks the guy right in the head. He did yeah. that to Rusev earlier. Are you a big Finn guy? Oh yeah, he's great. I love yeah. him. I like Finn. I don't love his move set. He he. Has a lot of feet stuff. Yeah, it's all kicking. It's like Pele kick. It's that apron kick. It's a coup de gras, which is like a kick. He does drop kick. It's a lot of kicking. It's uh, he doesn't have like one move that gets me excited. And I could say, and uh, most wrestlers have a move I like. I mean, the what sling, about that sling kick? Blade that is kick? Cool. That kick into the corner is pretty cool. That like hard aggressive kick that looks like it probably could crack someone's sternum. Yeah, I like that too. He does that well. He sets it up. I, I actually a lot of the stuff I like is actually in his pageantry, which is a big important, very important yeah. to me. Like his when he comes out, I like the way he. I like the way he like pops his collar. He walks down. Mm-hmm. I like when he puts his arms up. I like the way that when he's on the apron, then quickly before. Quickly before the music drops, he jumps up onto the onto the turnbuckles to do the arms, arms in like in in an amount of time that seems to. Not enough time to do right. what, the movement he does. It's hard to explain. Uh, no, yeah, I know what you mean. I like all that stuff, and I like the way he looks. He's super handsome. His eyes are like crystal blue. It's you know, yeah. I got a man crush on the way this guy looks. Yeah, but then when he wrestles, I'm not as into it as I feel like everyone else. I, I mean, but his mat like his does Joe matches were great, especially that one, not the last pay per view or not the last special. Uh, the the cage one, one, the one at Mania Takeover, the Takeover at Mania, like. The cage one was okay, but the one before that, that's a great match. I don't know. The amount of matches that he's had when that he are great. When he was bleeding? 
Oh, when Joe was bleeding. When Joe yeah. was bleeding. Yeah, I was there. Yeah. The NXT Dallas. That yeah, I, I I enjoyed that, but I don't know something. He's got a good intensity. I'll I'll say this. I I he doesn't have like as many power moves or any moves that are kind of as impressive looking. It's a lot of like him jumping and yeah. I mean, you compare him to Rollins and compare him to Cesaro. Well, right? Cesaro is Cesaro can do every move. Cesaro was like Hercules. Right. I'm saying like, like those chuckling. guys have moves that I I'm even Reigns has been doing. That, you know, he's doing the razor's edge into a sit-down powerbomb, yeah. you know? I'm like, there, there's things that, I'm just saying, he doesn't have, I wish he had one move that I got really excited for. Yeah, I mean, he, he uh, I mean, how t- he's a shorter guy. And that's another thing, they build him at 190, which I was like, just say he's 200 pounds. Yeah, <laughs> you, you may as well. Although, are they li- they're, they're probably lying about 190. Oh, yeah, he's, he's probably so, he's 175 so or something. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't, I will say I don't love the, uh, what, what do you call it? It's like Goldust's old finisher, that curtain, is it, what did he call it? When he, it's the reverse. It's the dragon sleeper into a, uh, into like a. Yeah, but it's just kind of like you lift him up and you drop him down. It's not my favorite move in the world. Yeah, I don't like that move that much either. What was that called? I can't think of the move. Uh, it's going to be hard for you to look that up. <laughs> Well, you can look up Finn Balor and look yeah, up his signature Finn, moves. Or Gold, but Goldust had the shattered dreams. On the Wikipedia page of wrestlers, it has a signature moves yeah, right. section. And it has, like, wording to explain how the move uh-huh. goes down. Um, yeah. Well, whatever. I mean, Finn got that big, put, that big push. And uh, his pop scene good. His pop scene good initially. But then later got very exciting. People, like, when he was yeah. winning, people were going a little nuts for him. Yeah. I mean, I think he's going to be a big hit. I agree. Maybe you could have a couple more like body power moves, um, but yeah, the pageantry, his look, everything about it. I think he's going to be huge as long as they keep pushing him and they don't ruin him. Yeah, I think if they keep him high on the card, is it okay? We've got a, a diving double foot stomp to the back of the head. No, that's nope. a coup de gras. Well, that's the back of the head one. Oh, the back of the head one. Yeah. Why is that not his finisher? How does that's that a one good hurt move less? too, though. How does that one hurt less? I was wondering that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, lifting inverted DDT. That's what it is. Yeah, I guess that's what it is. That's that's, that's a te- clunky way that for them to describe way. it. Yeah, an inverted DDT. It's more of a neck breaker. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Cool. Yeah. Thank you. It's a scorpion deathlock with a little lift. Right. Is, yes. Right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But the scorpion death cooler. drop. Death drop. Oh, death drop. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's Jesus. wrong with us? Too much. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, no, Finn. I mean, I'm excited to see Finn. He. He, he's about, oh one small thing also about his entrance I didn't like they gave him some like lead up music you saw that yes they had some music before you hear the, his music drop I like that a lot but they did this wide shot where you saw him standing there yeah on yeah the ramp. well they do a couple of the guys have that too like yeah. AJ comes out before the big the big part of his music where he does the hood off and but he, his like, head is down and he's waiting for the music to drop yeah I think they ha- I think they're telling a lot of guys to do that it seems like yeah. Where they kind of are there and you're just watching them wait for the cue. Yeah, why don't they? They should have made it dark while that music's right. going. Make it dark and then have the music hit. And he's he's totally there with agree. his back turned. I totally agree. He was just standing there and it was it made him look stupid. C- can we talk about the camera work on these shows? Yes, we can. Because that's not off limits. I love it. The other thing I, t- I, I told this you new there stuff. is there are things there that are, are off limits. Okay, but not the camera work. No, not the camera right. work. Did you like the camera? work? I loved it. I, yeah. I think they're working some stuff out still, but I thought some of those shots like really get you right in the ring in a cooler way. They're on uh, probably a wire or something, maybe. They're doing maybe. the NFL thing. Right, yeah. Which, which uh, XFL pioneered. XFL actually did pioneer it. Yeah. You're right. So I'm surprised that it's taken them that long to to do some of that. 
Yeah, they're doing a really cool. Um, they they have one angle that I've never seen, uh, where it's like birds. It's like almost bird's eye, but it's more of a forty five degree angle of the ring. Yeah, and where you see the ramp, you just get like a real nice view of the whole thing. It makes it look very compact. Mm-hmm. I enjoy that. Where you yeah. like can take in the full, you take in the full scope of what's happening. Yeah, it's great. I I think that's that's like a an, squirrel's eye view. A squirrel, yeah, it's a squirrel. Thank yeah. you, Alexis. Alexis, I'm at a loss <laughs> for words today. Yeah, Perfect analogy. The squirrel eye view inverted lift DDT. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so no, I like that. I think that's good. I'm glad they're doing something with that. I dig that's that. all I have to say. Hey, you know what else I dig? Hmm. Our new woman's champion. Oh, Sasha Banks. I didn't think that was gonna happen. That was. Cr- that was crazy. She almost, first of all, she almost killed herself in that match. Which one? She, and on one? the suicide dive. Yeah. I was like, oh my, like, that's one of those where, like, you recoil because you're like, oh, I think she just broke her neck. Isn't but that one of Vince's complaints with her? He she says goes he too wrestles, hard. She wrestles to oh, one speed. She's like Daniel Bryan. That's yeah. what he said, supposedly. Uh, the match was, it was great. I mean, finally, I mean, they did let him wrestle at WrestleMania, but this, like, finally they let him have, like, a hard-hitting, cool, long match that seemed to matter, that the audience was into. Because I, I just out of habit was forwarding stuff on Raw, and then I go, oh, are they going to let Sasha and Charlotte wrestle for more than five minutes? And then I was fast-forwarding, it went like three minutes, and I went, mm, I should probably watch this, and I went back. And, and Yeah, you and you didn't know she was going to win? No. Yeah, I, I got it spoiled for me, which sucked. Oh. Because um, uh, I, I was a little behind, and I got it spoiled, and it was annoying. But I w- uh, that match was like... W- <sighs> It was probably the best. Caliber. Yeah, it was probably the best match on the show. It was, I think, definitely the best match of the show, and it was one of those matches where it sounds, it sounds messed up, but it was like, this is just, these are just like two amazing wrestlers. I felt like I wasn't watching women wrestle like at all. Well, because it was presented. Raw likes to present it usually because Vince is just has no view. He doesn't know what a woman is like. He right. has never <laughs> interacted with them in a comfortable way. So I definitely feel like this was more of the NXT presentation of it, where you're just like watching two women wrestle, and it's like not a big deal. Yeah, there was like nothing. It's hard to describe, but there was nothing yeah. about it. I was just like I'm watching a match, and I'm. I'm into it. I know that uh, I know this comes off as like sexist because you're just like, yeah, well, why wouldn't why can't you watch any match? But there was nothing about it that felt like not just another match. Right. Um, And man, well, they're also God. Charlotte is is so good. Yeah, they're both so good. That's the number one like there. I mean, they are also and it's partly the company's fault for not really like they're not they hadn't been really looking for women that can wrestle 20 minute matches that was never the thing it's like up until a couple of years ago it was pretty much just like bathing suit if you look good in a bathing suit you're hired that's right. all we really kind of care about because Vince is like a child a 70 year old child but it's like yeah it wasn't it is it's funny you're saying that but if you're watching wrestling that is sort of your expectation is like oh you're gonna have like a three minute match and like the moves aren't gonna look very good and like Obviously, these girls are doing it because they want a modeling. They want to get out after a couple of years and yeah. then like get on another TV show because they don't really care about this. Whereas these are two people who like really worked their ass off to be good and really care, and but it's even, awesome. Yeah, I, I totally agree. It's even like a small thing. I'm trying to put together my thought here, and it's like I think it's even like sometimes I watch the women wrestle and they can't command the ring as much as the men. Like they don't even take up the full ring. You know, like it's it's almost like even it's it's like um, like how in, in WNBA it's like oh the the ring the rim is a little shorter. It's like this ring felt like 
these were two wrestlers in a regulation size ring, and they were using the whole ring. They yeah. were hitting each other as hard as men hit each other. Sasha, I mean, Sh- Charlotte had that uh, the the moonsault off the oh my god, that's off not the good top for rope you to the to outside. That. It's like yeah, that is crazy. It's crazy. That's just an insane spot. And, and it was also, like, dirty, like, the wrestlers, I like it. Like, when Daniel Bryan used to flip to the outside mm-hmm. and land in a way, you're like, that's not kosher. Like, he's not like Neville where he's an acrobat. He's just a guy who has the right. balls to flip onto another guy. He'll just land, yeah, hard and awkwardly sometimes. Charlotte makes it look like that, even though she is, like, a gymnast, where she right. is doing it that way. Uh, Charlotte, like, is just blows me away. Like, her heel... Her facial expressions. She's just like an amazing wrestler. I know yeah. Sasha normally is the one who gets the praise. She's the more beloved one. But Sasha, I'm a sl- not underwhelmed, but I'm just it's more that I'm just so impressed with Charlotte that she's shadowing how yeah. good Sasha is for I me. I think that's right. But I also think Sasha, like I like her better when she's a heel. Yeah, but she also I, had that Eddie move during the match, yes. which is amazing. Right. Um, but she, the, my favorite thing that she's ever done is when she had that match with Bailey, and Bailey's reaching for the ropes, and she's got, I think, she's in, the, or in the bank statement, she just starts stomping on her hands while it's happening. I forget which which takeover that was. It's tremendous. I also think that they're shooting. They shot this better because, like NXT, I think that they shoot the women's matches differently, whereas I think that they shoot like raw. Like you don't want them to look because. Anyone looks tiny when you're shooting them, but especially when you're in that ring and you're used to the guys. Yeah, you have to kind of shoot them a little closer. Yeah, just like in a movie when a guy, like an actor, might be a shorter person, you want to make them look bigger. And I think they did a better job uh, Monday of shooting them so they looked just like they filled the frame. And I don't know, I think it was the presentation was much yeah. better too. I also think another thing I've, I brought up before is they've somehow ma- they've 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 mastered the makeup on the women. Yeah. In a way where, like, it doesn't bleed in a way where during the match they look, like, (laughs) insane. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? Like the woman from Brazil or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They look like, like, yeah. And where, like, their hair extensions used to fall out during the match. And then it becomes, like, a cat fight as opposed to, like, a wrestling match. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then they start pulling each other's hair. I noticed they stop doing that. Like, they they don't do as much of that stuff. And when they do it, it's a big deal. Right. That's, so anyway, yeah. I don't know. It's it's just awesome. But then I would say at the uh, at the other side of it, on SmackDown they debuted the all the women to be right. like, hey, here's the here's the women's division on SmackDown, and that that was very underwhelming. That felt that felt like the old way of doing things. To yeah, me, where it was like we're all a bunch of women, we're all kind of bitchy, and we all don't like each. Yeah, like, and that like, felt a very old. Yeah, we're when all I say like old, I mean two weeks hot. old. Yeah, we're all super hot. We're all models. We're all hopefully this will be a two year and we're out situation, and we can go be on a TV show. Hopefully, yeah, and and they were all like paraded out like nothing. Where it's yeah, like it sucks. I'm the hottest chick in Staten Island. And then it's like, here's the hot black chick. Uh-huh. And then it's like, you know what I mean? It was very, yeah. And then like, uh-oh, and here's the hottest one, I've Eva heard, Marie, right. the worst wrestler of all of them. Uh-huh. But she goes last because she's uh-huh. the hottest, according to Vince. You I, know what I mean? I heard a theory. Somebody has a theory that that the day after pay-per-views, uh, or like the raw after pay-per-view, is so good because Vince is exhausted from the pay-per-view. Really? So that's why the show is better, because he has less energy and time to sort of rewrite and make it bad. So, like, that adds up with how good Raw was, and then SmackDown was back to sort of the old crap. And yeah. Vince was definitely like, well, we'll debut all the women out here, and then <laughs> they'll try to out-hot each other. <laughs> that That is what it felt like. Yeah, well, I mean, that's... Uh, Do you know they, they, they didn't Becky. give Ava Marie the mic? 
Yeah, they right. all spoke on the mic except <laughs> they Ava Marie. Yeah. They're like, just put her last, give her a big intro, and have mm-hmm. her just show her tits. Her, right? Yeah, she, 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 she literally out. opened her jacket and was <laughs> like, was here all, they are. That was all she did. Yeah, she came out. She was wearing like a long jacket, a yeah. robe. <laughs> yeah, and then she opened the robe, showed it to us, yeah. and then they cut the commercial. Yep, <laughs> and we're like, oh, the women's division is alive on SmackDown. Yeah. Uh, cool. What else? What else happened? Oh, you know what we didn't talk about during um. Well, we briefly talked about the Sami Zayn Owens match at Battleground. That yeah. was awesome. So that good. match is great, just whatever. But back to Battleground, Orton, the Orton return. Oh yeah. Uh that was Orton was overshadowed by how great Jericho was. I thought during that. Yeah, I mean, did you not enjoy Jericho? No, I mean, I like Jericho. I think he's in a better spot than probably when we talked last about it um i know i like him i orton is very sort of dull for he's me so he's such a boring. dull boring kind of guy he's a fine wrestler he's definitely like a b i was gonna say b plus but that's a i don't know he's good he's very smooth in the ring he looks good but he's just a very bl- kind of blank he seems yeah. like a blank slate of a human being to me he, he well the thing i like about orton is that he's like oh i'm the viper and then there's this thing where he like he has like a snake vibe uh-huh. when he wrestles and he's like very slick Right. That I like about him, but when he's like playing the, the face. Yes, yes. Now I had a, to be fair, my buddies, Jason Shapiro and Arlen, who he doesn't want me to say his last name on the podcast anymore. <laughs> my buddy, his name's Arlen Marmel. Uh, <laughs> he lives in San Francisco, and he, um, <laughs> he, they, they, they really dug um, Orton, Orton at, at Battleground because I guess they really bought into the uh, his enhancement line, uh, his knocking bra uh-huh. for steroids. And okay. the I Viperville mean, I, thing, I guess they dug it. I thought he was real boring and not yeah, matching Chris I, Jericho's I, energy at all. I, I know I agree with what you're saying. Yeah, I, I just think the whole th- like the whole setup to it. Also, I was just already kind of going into it, being like, ugh. And like the yeah. enhancement line is such a tame way of sort of like building up some heat between the two of them. Because it's also like you guys all take crap. You're all taking crap. Like like all you're really goofing on is that he got busted for it. I guess. Yeah. He got busted for it, but uh, man, I don't know. I guess I, I don't give, know. It just like I seems like it's, it's good. Such I mean, a PG naughty you got, you way to bring do it, it up, though. But it's yeah, like, yeah. But, but it is weird to bring. It's like two, one guy got busted for Adderall, one guy got busted <laughs> for steroids. They're just like using that heat. I mean, they have to because it's it's authentic, and I like when stuff's real. So like, yeah, give him crap for it. Except for that, Orton's also another guy that's been caught juicing before. Yeah, of course. So right? we, oh, what's the yeah whatever. So it's like yeah, all right, like well, I don't know. Whatever. The whole match, I'm not that psyched about the Lesnar. That match, I think, is like kind of is useless, except for that my friends, uh, Jason Shapiro and uh, Arlen Marmel, lives in San Francisco. Arlen Marmel from San Francisco? And uh, he, uh, (laughs) uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I wish I I was going to say the area he lives in, but I don't know shit about San Fran. Um, He, uh, he, they they think that Orton's going to win. Really? They think that they're going to punish Lesnar. That's how they're going to punish him oh. by putting Orton over. But this this stupid. That's crazy. They're not going to do that. No, Brock Lesnar is like the man, and he needs to just keep winning until his last match. Yeah, they can't do that. No, That's they crazy. wouldn't even let him. Ambrose is the champion right now. They wouldn't even let him. They wouldn't even let him beat <sighs> Brock might. Lesnar. Nobody beats Brock Lesnar. Now He's above you, the belt. Now that you've said it, they might do it though. <laughs> they might job him. Oh, uh, that would be a disaster. I mean, unless he uses a chair or something, you know. Yeah, I don't know. Or he's gonna give him like forty RKOs in a row, or maybe Sable gets involved. I don't know. <laughs> I would like to see Sable return. 
I would if, if Sable was uh they the thing is that they don't need her but no. if she came out with Heyman and Lesnar uh-huh. like I would love it. I think they should do it all like make him more. I guess he can't UFC fight anymore. I don't think but she has make any it. interest in coming back. I wonder. Yeah, hmm. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, I didn't like that Orton just beat the Miz. I mean, obviously Orton has to beat the Miz, but yeah, like, but why not champ. build up the IC belt? He's the champ. Yeah, I don't know why. Why, why squash the eyes? The why like completely diminish your intercontinental champion who's working in every way? Like he he's 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 working. Why the, why I don't understand the match. That. It's uh, this is what I'm saying earlier. Like the match itself was like I don't need to see the Miz and Orton. But if you're gonna do it and he's the champion, like let's give them 10, yeah. 12 minutes to really make it look competitive to really put Miz over a little bit. I understand Orton has to. You know, win because yeah. he's coming back and he's got to build him. No, I knew he had up, to win, but I was bummed that that's the match. Like four they broke. minutes, yeah, Ugh. yeah. I don't well, know. Smackdown was, and just also like a you just split them. You should elevate Miz because he's your IC champion on that new show, which needs him. Like the the roster there needs a strong IC champ. Yeah, I don't know. That was weird. I think Raw's. I think Raw's going to look like Smackdown to next week. I'm worried that it'll just be bad again. <laughs> Oh really? I, I don't know. I don't know how the it's gonna be interesting. I mean, Raw was great. I mean, also the rosters feel empty. Like the, yes. it feels like they need more wrestlers because there's just like a it looks almost like a predictable amount of matchups. SmackDown got stuck with a guy, the guys who are a little more tired, the right. guys who like they've really just like stuck them in limbo. Excuse me, I'm burping now. How it's dare gross. you? We're gonna have to switch out. Switch oh, out his Jesus. mic. Jesus, can we cut? Yeah, can we cut this? Uh, like there's more the Orton like he's got Orton and Wyatt and and Ziggler and these are guys that they've just kind of like fifty fifty booked into nothing right. who are all great guys by the way and talented but like I just that's that's what feels like SmackDown is their dumping ground for a lot of the guys no yeah I mean because even if it's like Cena you're like oh well if we if we put Cena on SmackDown then it's that's that you know that right. gives it all the credibility that it needs yeah that felt like the logic but Cena's already showing us that he's got one foot out the door by like hosting the ESPYS doing uh-huh. the Today Show doing all these movies like he's already showing us that he's you know he's doing as many things as possible to sh- to become something outside of WWE mm-hmm. right now even though he works real hard and is gonna. If he'll do whatever they say. Right. If, if they ask him to keep going for another 15 years, he will. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, you know, is what we got now. So what? let's look at, uh, let's let's take an inventory on SummerSlam here. We got, mm-hmm. well, we then, got uh, Finn Balor versus Seth Rollins. That's I awesome. I mean, wow. That's, that's amazing. Who who would have, I real, honestly, who would have thought that that would be this it's year's SummerSlam main event? But that's, but that's, that's why you got to, that's what my point, that's my, that's what I'm saying to everyone is like, Relax. About the split of the shows because there's no chance Vince would have made that match if he didn't have Brock Lesnar versus Randy Orton on the card. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's not going to do that. So you have to just like let, you know, like uh, you got to just, it's got to, we need the casual fan because I have friends who are casual fans. They like wrestling. They were deep into it during the Attitude Era. And if they see, they saw, oh, Triple H is headlining WrestleMania, they watch it. Right. Or Lesnar. Everyone knows Lesnar now. They and see Lesnar Orton, up. they're like, oh, I'll check that out. Right. You know? And those guys hurt, like, they hurt the potential of wrestling. But look, this is a corp- This is a company that's public. This is right. a public company that is worth, like, billion dollars. They have to, they have to do certain things. So, mm-hmm. in that way, I, I remain positive. But the fact that we have those two titles, 
Ambrose versus Ziggler. Ziggler. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That is cool. I mean, it does feel like a match that was beaten to death on You're Raw right. for no stakes. <laughs> right for a year, like for just, year. just years of that. I feel like I watch. It's but a match we've seen. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, but now it's for the title. It's for the title. Uh, so and good. then we have those. So we have those three matchups. Are the only SummerSlam matches. And then we'll probably see the rematch. Charlotte will yeah. ask for her rematch. And that'll be great yeah. as long as I give him 25 Man, minutes. why do you think they gave Sasha the belt on Raw? Just because they were trying to push that Raw? I think they were trying to push the Raw. I think they were trying to make it feel... If it was SmackDown, I'd understand because it was like, oh, this is our live SmackDown show we're trying to push. But Raw... They went all out for that Raw, though, which is yeah. why I thought they were going to go all out with the SmackDown. Which, like, why not have American Alpha wrestle on the first SmackDown? I don't know. They're debuting him next week with Shelton Benjamin, who's coming, coming I mean, I, soon. I like, yeah, soon. We don't know when he's coming <laughs> he's back. Coming he's 41 soon. years old. And he will be here soon. <laughs> American Alpha, you start the show off with, like, a 15-minute crazy tag match or something. Like, it's wild. Anyway. Shelton Benjamin's probably not 41. He's probably 39. You think they're lying about that? Oh, no. You saw I he's actually 41? I looked it up. Oh, he's 41. The only reason I said that yeah, is I because he was Brock Lesnar's college roommate. Oh, yeah, you're right. They could have been a couple of years apart. That's yeah, totally right. Uh, uh, yeah, and last time Lesnar came back, he was like, I'll come back if you sign Sheldon right, Benjamin. Right, 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 right. Uh, yeah. Sweet. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't know. That's I'm very excited for SummerSlam. Like, yeah. I'm actually, look, think about how this shaked out. We had that Shield three-way, which everyone's like, why are they not saving this for SummerSlam? But then if you see what happened here, we got... Finn versus Rollins. Yeah. We get, you know, I mean, we're getting a lot of awesome stuff, so I dig it. Um, yeah, cool. So wrestling's in a really interesting state. Now the question is, is like, will SmackDown be a show that we, will right. you want to watch five hours of programming on a normal week? That's a normal no. week. I, I, and I will probably end up going, well, is there anything good? And then I'll fast forward to the good thing and watch 20 minutes of it. Yeah, I mean, I'm some weeks I'm, look, I know on the podcast, I mean, guys, I have something. I have a life outside of wrestling. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I'm gonna yeah. have to watch the Hulu. I haven't right? watched. I need to watch the rest of Stranger Things on Netflix. I haven't finished okay? Stranger Things at all, and that has cool '80s font that everyone's getting yeah. a huge boner for. The synth sound, the synth music. Yeah, Stranger Things. I I like it. It's kind of annoying because everyone liked it even before they watched it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Everyone's like, "Oh my god!" Just because it has like that eighty, like everyone. Oh man, I live in like hipster. Uh, everyone's hipster got a boner for like, Spielberg. It looks 80s, and, it's the best. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I like it. It is a good show. It is a good show. I didn't finish it yet, but I just I love how everyone was gonna like it no matter what. Stop it! I haven't watched anything yet. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I didn't say we didn't say anything. We didn't say anything. We're not ready. Calm down. Anyway, so uh, yeah, I'm going to PWG Friday. I'll be there. Sweet. I'll see you there. Bowl of tickets on sale tomorrow night. And um, I'm so anxious because I got tons of I got buddies friends coming in right I got yeah I got uh, Joe Dravasio coming in from Illinois I got <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike Kirkoff. Where do these guys work? Let's know exactly. Uh, I don't know where he works. People my friend from it. Vermont, newscaster Mike Kirkoff, flying in from Vermont. He's got a baby. Oh, oh my god! god. All the friends the are coming. The baby will be a prop at Bola if we get tickets. Yes. No, I, I'm excited. When is Bola? Uh, and Labor Day weekend. <sighs> the lineup is insane. It's unbelievable. I know. Well. We'll see if I can get tickets to that. I don't know. What they're man expensive? Seventy bucks. For what is it? Is it it's more, isn't it a whole weekend? Three days. Three seventy dollars a day. So yeah. You're going every day? We're trying. You got two ten. I didn't know how rich you are, man. All right. <laughs> uh, uh yeah, and I'm, I'm going I'm actually going up to San Francisco next week. I'm going to see Hood Slam. Oh yeah, yeah, that's fun. You've seen that? I've never seen that. Yeah, I'm excited. I've heard that that's really cool. Uh, so I'm going to PWG Hood Slam. So look, I'm getting my fill of non WB product. I'm I'm actually spoiler. I'm a scout. 
I'm scouting for WB talent. Oh, wow. I'm scouting for cruiserweights currently for the CWC. Do you need a 32-year-old guy who <laughs> should have gotten in a lot younger when he was younger? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, you got to help me. Get, we got to get Hennigan on the show. Yeah. I was hanging out with him at Comic-Con. Tell him he, to come he on the show. He snuck me into a party at Comic-Con. This is a great story. Yeah. He called. I go, hey, I need to get in this party. And he he goes, I found a way in. And he there's a, between like the smoking section and the building, they had, like, had put it there so people could smoke outside. Right. He found a little, there was a there was room in between to sneak through. And I, I see him, he goes, come around here. And he's waving and he goes, all right, yeah. I'm going to distract the guard and you're going to pop in here. They didn't see his and arm? I go, they didn't see how well, no, the, the, the guard was on the other arm. side. The guard was on the other side. So he goes and he distracts the guard and then I snuck in and then he like took my bag and then we like he put me in a group of his friends and we walked in it what was, was the party it was a nerd zachary levi's nerd hq party oh yeah 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 yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm, yeah I'm, I'm glad i'm glad i uh <laughs> you, did you ask for that i'm glad it was there yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm bummed i missed it uh and i don't even know what that is i'm just kidding that's how, i'm sure it was awesome it was I, I gotta go to comic con that's i had no a press good. pass this year that i got for free that i, ju I just didn't go to comic con mm-hmm I should have went. I, sh I should have sold it. It was fun. Yeah. I know. I'm sure Comic-Con. I got to go. Next year, I will go to Comic-Con. Yeah. Uh, Alexis, you get this. we get this guy in here. It's John Hannigan. This guy's a looker. Mm -hmm. He's in Bola, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You told me. Who's he wrestling? Uh, Seidel. Matt Seidel. Oh, Formerly of Evan Bourne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yes. That's an awesome match. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be great. That's amazing. Yeah. And they're gonna get those to go guys crazy. flip in there. Is it? It's, it's in the same place PWG is. Those guys like flip in there. They hit the ceiling all the time. Not they all, but the, they come close. I see. No, I saw one of those guys who flipped one of those. TNA. Well, they come close to the lighting. He fixtures. hit the lighting thing and yeah. it was swinging back and forth. Mm -hmm. That PWG is insane. You should. Insane. Everyone should see it. You don't have to be a wrestling fan. You should go. It is the cool. It is the coolest thing. Yeah, I've brought a lot of non wrestling fans, and they're like, "This is insane. What yeah. are you watching?" Um, sweet. Um, okay. So, um, oh yeah. All right. Plug. I got to give a plug out here, and we'll get your plugs. August 19th, SummerSlam weekend. The Friday at midnight at UCB in Los Angeles, the Franklin location. We're having the UCB SummerSlam-tacular. You got to do, do something. I'll do show. something. All right. What day is it? The Friday night of SummerSlam weekend. We're going to have a fun show, we're gonna, and we're going we're gonna to record it. We're going to broadcast it on the podcast. So come, oh, come live, come support it, Sh cheer all the goofs and spoofs. The nineteenth of August. Yeah. All right, good. I'll be back. Sick. Good. Uh, so you can get your tickets. I don't know if it's up on the schedule yet. I think it might be. Uh, but yeah, come. I'll be hosting it as Hulk Hogan, like I always mm -hmm. do. Um, racist Hulk Hogan, <laughs> or whoever I choose to spin it. Um, yeah, cool. And uh, remember, rate and subscribe. You can follow mm, uh, us on Twitter at, at COW Podcast. Where Me? do we find you? Oh, uh, Fad Twitter, Carlson. Fad Carlson, P-H-A-T-C-A-R-L-S-O-N, uh, on all the different social media things. Uh, that's it. I don't know. I got nothing else to plug right now. All right, come on. Don't sell yourself. You got all kinds of things no, to plug. I'm a real loser. I'm a real Yeah, all right. So let's see. Let's see. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Yeah? Let's see. All right. Hey, keep watching wrestling. Kisses. This has been a UCB Comedy production. Check out our other shows on the UCB Comedy Podcast Network. Thank <laughs> you.